This is a HeadGum Podcast. Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Okay, I can hear this in my headphones. I can hear it. Okay, so, all right. So hopefully you guys are hearing this too. So, all right. So quick way to, so, all right. So I'm in the car with Hayes uh, Davenport. Uh, you guys know him. And uh, we're headed to the studio to do the show because it's Saturday. And I am just telling him this really interesting fact that a lot of people maybe probably don't know, um, which is that... Mexican Coke is actually different from American Coke, and it tastes so good because it's got real sugar. And I'm just telling Hayes that, like anyone would, to be nice, because maybe then he can use that fact at a party or something. And he just goes, all of a sudden, he goes into the way that he does. He goes, Sean, your mansplaining again. You know how he says that? And I'm like, uh, no, actually, I'm just telling you an interesting fact. And he goes, Sean, even the way you said you're telling me an interesting fact is your mansplaining to me. And I go, oh, yeah, Hayes. Well, let me mansplain this in a way your little pea brain can understand. You say that word to me again, and I'm going to tell the guy who's driving to pull over and you can walk to the studio. So then Hayes goes like, what word? And I go, you know what word, and you better not say it, Hayes. And he goes, no, I really don't know what word. And I go, well, good. If you don't know what word, then just don't say any words, and we'll just be quiet on the way to the studio. And he goes, oh, I think I know what word. (laughs) And I'm like, oh, no, he won't. And he does. And he goes, mansplain which word you mean, Sean. And I said, Brutus, pull over this this Luber. Uh, I should explain what a Luber is. So, um, you know, there's Lyft, there's Uber. Uh, we thought it would be kind of funny if we combine those two words and make our own car service called Luber. Now, why is it Luber other than just combining the names? Well, the back seats of all the cars we uh, have is hard to get into. So you kind of have to grease up or just be smooth somehow because we really only have the one car. It's one of those ones with like three wheels that looks kind of stupid and cool at the same time. And what happened is uh, I had left the door open pulling out of a gas station and it dented the hinge. There's only a door on one side. It dented the hinge in so it doesn't open all the way. So if you're nice and lubed up, you can get into the Luber, which me and Hayes did that morning. Anyway, Brutus pulls the Luber over and Hayes sort of shimmies himself out and he goes, good luck doing the show by yourself today. Well, thank you and I will. And welcome back to the We Don't Need Hayes show. 
It's an inside out guide to uh, to making laughs and not not needing any haze. And isn't it better without him? And and so I got into the studio and I guess um, uh, no engineers were here yet. And Hayes usually keeps track of the schedule of when we're supposed to be here. So I hit a bunch of buttons and hopefully now uh, you can hear me and I'm recording and we're just having a fun thing. And the show's about entertainment and it's about Hollywood and, and, and it's about uh, being able to stand on your own two feet. And one thing, dear listeners and handbook heads that maybe you are always mad about when Hayes is here. And I know I am is that he doesn't let me go off on my famous rants and he doesn't want me to do any of the great stuff I have cooked up. So maybe now that he's gone, maybe we can really get frank about some of the big issues. And I'll just get into that, like, uh, fracking and all that. And so let's just pull up the news and I'll just go and I'll just riff and I won't have Hayes stopping me. So, so, uh, 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 U.S. is not entering into serious civil war. Why so Syria? <laughs> the Joker. Russian plane crash investigation begins into cause of A321 crash. Okay, I'm going to go there. Uh why don't they just make the whole plane out of the black box? Romanian nightclub fire kills 27. National mourning declared in Bucharest. Uh, uh, Buca de Beppo. Uh, Buca, give it a rest. Hey, Buca, give it a What would I normally say about this if Hayes was here? Let's skip that one. So that's sad. Student protest, firing school off. This is tough news. German frustration. I feel you, Germany. Uh huh. Okay. I'm not going to say that word. Uh oh. Um. Oh. Uh. What about? Oh, you know what? Let's just go entertainment. That's why is that news is too dark, and it's the. And it's the lame stream media, and have you heard that before, is just trying to sell us on if it bleeds, it leads, when really there's not that much violence out there. Um, new Star Wars commercial. I don't want to get spoiled. I don't want to get spoiled on that, so I won't look at that. What your favorite horror movie? Uh, nope, sorry. Uh, uh, ooh, That's more Star Wars. Why is all the Star Wars? Oh, James Bond. Now, uh, this is something that I'm sure that I'll have an opinion on. The director offers tips to young directors. Okay, uh, where'd you get that idea, Sam Mendez, offering tips? Uh, oh, let me guess. I do it, and and Hayes kind of helps when I do this show. So think about this, everybody. Sam Mendez comes in and tells you how to direct and you are listening to him instead of listening to me 
me uh, and and imagine that how your movies would be instead of good like what I said to do here's probably what he says how to direct and I'll see what his tips are and I'll tell you if they're good or not and he's got 10 of them get in touch with your inner 12 year old uh no get in touch with your inner like 16 year old because when you're 12 you don't really know how to have sex good yet and I know Hayes wouldn't want to talk about that but honestly like yeah you're starting to do it of course and we all were but you're actually not great at it yet because a lot of it you're still just so surprised of like what all the pieces is you know so don't do that all right, you can only ever point the camera at one thing at a time. Uh, okay, number one, get two cameras. Number two, uh, heard of a GoPro? You can actually see the whole ocean with it. So, and just strap it to something. So, uh, number three, you're praying roulette with someone else's money. If you're going to bet it all on black, you need to be able to explain why. So this is about diversity in film, obviously. Um, I know it's a problem. You know it's a problem. Viola Davis knows the problem. She talked about it in a speech. So I would say that I don't understand why Sam Mendes is saying to everyone, like, if you put black people in your movie, you have to have a really good reason. For me, the good reason would just be they should be in movies, too. And I know that's not popular to say. And I know certainly Hayes wouldn't want them in there. Um, but I think those guys are great. And even Chinese guys and uh, Spanish guys, too, could all do in the movies. And they should all get paid the same as how much money they make back. So that to me, and also about like wage inequality in general, the reason that some kinds of people are getting paid less than other kinds of people is that certain kinds of people probably don't do all their own stunts like Tom Cruise does. Now, and and take that, Hayes, you wouldn't you would have tried to stop me from saying that. Number four, making an action sequence is only interesting when you're in the cutting room. Up until then, it is literally the most tedious thing you will ever do. So that's his tip to you as a director. So I guess he's saying don't make action sequences, but I actually think there a lot of times are the best part of movies, especially if it's an action-based movie like James Bond. The guy who made James Bond is saying don't do any action sequences. I'm sorry. I call BS. Oh, wait, I can actually say it now. Bull spit. Okay, number five. On the day, be prepared, but also be prepared to make shit up. All right, Sam, I've raked you over the coals a couple times, but I love that you're swearing. I love that you're making fun of the Boy Scouts. I love that you're talking about doing improv, which is like the rawest, purest expression of just like the comedy of the mind. I mean, in a way, that's what I do here on the We Don't Need Hayes show is I just invite you to sort of lurk through the hallways of my twisted inner mind and and to sort of creak open the doors that maybe should have stayed shut uh, and, and, and peer into the most secretive, dark thoughts. Like, what if... You know, uh, like, what if um, we're all just bugs? <sighs> so, number six, when you're choosing for collaborators, when you're choosing for collaborators, it's not the number four. When you're choosing for collaborators, it should just be when we're choosing collaborators. 
I'm not going to get caught up in the grammar. That's what Hayes would do. When you're choosing for collaborators, do not listen to the people who tell you, yes, but I've never done a big movie. And don't listen to the people, too, who are like, ooh, you're mansplaining, when really you're just trying to help them be interesting at a party. So, uh, yeah, they say, yes, but I've never done a big movie. If they're any good, they will learn just like I did. I don't understand this tip. Skipping it. You need to learn, number seven, you need to learn to tune out the white noise. So, again... He's obsessed with people's race and their skin color in movies. And I would say that you don't have to tune out the white people's noise. What you can do is just listen to them equally. And that's a big thing I've always been a fan of. And I've actually been wanting to get um, less white noise on this podcast and more noise of uh, other kinds and Hayes is the reason we don't have uh, um, a more diverse guests. So, uh, number eight, Tarantino, Spielberg, Nolan, Scorsese, Greengrass, J.J., and Paul Thomas Anderson all still shoot on film. There's a reason. I would say one of these things is not like the others. Tarantino, Spielberg, Nolan, Scorsese, Greengrass, J.J., and Paul Thomas Anderson. Anybody feel like he shoehorned Greengrass in there? Number nine, you're trying to surf the big wave, so be prepared to be wiped out. (laughs) Holy shit, this is just really fucking good advice. You're trying to surf the big wave, so be prepared to be wiped out. But when you catch it, it feels like nothing else. So this is a little bit about sort of my Zen philosophy, too, of... Life is just surfing waves, and if you've ever been out there on the ocean, no wetsuit, no rash gear, just you and your bros straight up riding on the ocean, fucking high-fiving sea lions, grooving through the waves, catching gnarly tubes, getting totally pitted, and then straight up when you surf all the way in, just popping off the board, stepping on the back of it like it's a surfboard, catching it over your uh, shoulder in the one hand, and then putting your other arm around a honey, and straight up, she now she's with you if you want to if you look at life that way then you'll be a good director like me and Sam Mendes and then number 10 when you get excited don't be afraid to leap out of your chair and sing the bond theme <laughs> that's fun so he's saying that when you do get boned out when you have a major rocking hard one a lot of people are afraid to leap out of their chair and stand up because it's like you're going to be able to see that it's sticking out and and so he's saying, look, you're the boss, you're the director. If you are feeling sort of saucy and you got the juices flowing downstairs, don't be afraid to let people know, hey, this is what I'm working with. And uh, right now, since you all work for me, you should have to look at it. And singing the Bond theme, I assume that's a joke. It's probably you can sing anything you want. Um, and that's something we're going to be doing on this show now is I can play more of the kind of music that I like. Um, Hayes doesn't really always like have, you know, the best taste in music and he maybe is telling us what we should listen to when actually I have like some really cool modern stuff that I'm into that maybe you guys don't know about And And so let's just hear a tune that Hayes normally wouldn't let us do. 
Yes, I do the cleaning. Plus, I keep the nana real sweet for your eating. Yes, you be the most. The nana sweet for your eating. That's right. Her grandma cooked us nice dinner, and you get to friggin' just dig in. And Hayes would never want this because he doesn't think women should be allowed to sing. Ah, yeah. And he always doesn't want me to play it for this long because then they'll have to retroactively take it out of the podcast. But no rules, baby. Let's hear one more jam. Come on, I just gotta dance. Ooh. And you don't always have to have jokes or something to say during a song. Sometimes it's just about people listening to music and knowing that you're kind of bopping and dancing while the music's going on. And you can feel that at home through the mic, can't you? That I'm like doing all my best moves and that I've got more room to do it. I don't even know this song, but it doesn't matter, you know? So anyway, uh, what we're going to be doing today is just um, a lot more of what you've already experienced where there's really no boundaries and we're not being limited in the way that maybe we used to be. And it's almost like I've been running with weights on all this time and finally I can sail and, and, and jump higher. From the strength I have. Uh, We have a guest. His name's Jeff Dunham. Uh, You know him. His characters are wild. Uh, He heard the Paul Rust episode of the podcast that we did where we made a great joke, Now Who's the Dunham? It was about Jeff Dunham having Lena Dunham on his left, on his lap. I'm not used to talking this much. On his lap with dummy mouth. And she's going, now who's the Dunham? Now who's the Dunham? Anyway, Jeff heard it, and he thought that it should have gotten more attention, more people should have quoted it in Reddit threats, things like that, because he thought it's very clever. And he wanted to come on to talk about that. So that'll be coming up after the break, and I hope you like the new version of the show, which is actually is even better and more raw and has more good tips than the old one. And uh, that's it. Bye. So I got a text from Hayes Davenport. And uh, basically what he said is good luck. Good luck with the podcast. I've got Jeff Dunham. He, he, he. And he sent a picture of me and Jeff Dunham is tied up. And and he's on the back of Hayes' 10-speed. So at this point, I have no co-host. I have no guest. One of who, someone who I actually thought was actually one of my friends accused me of mansplaining when really the whole point was just like, the Coke is extra sweet, but it's sweet in a way that's more natural. And that's what makes mixing Coke so good. And so if you have something like that to offer people in the glass bottle at your party, they're going to really think that you're cool and you could tell them why it tastes so good. And that's not mansplaining people. That's just being a buddy and who's smart and knows more than the person you're talking to. So appreciate that. 
One thing Hayes never would let me do, and I always wanted to be nice to our fans, and they write letters and ask for things, and he and I go, let's give it to them, let's embrace our fans, and he goes, no, and he's cold. But I uh, am warm, and there's a man named Nathaniel Glassman, and his 22nd birthday is right now, basically. And I and I remember being 22, and I remember when Taylor Swift was that as well, and and, um, and so that so happy birthday, Glass Man, and you remind me of an Unbreakable and the uh, Philip Glass or whatever uh, in the, who has the scary bones, um, and it's. Uh, and I can be brave about that, even without Hayes here talking about scary movies like Shyamalan makes. So, unfortunately, Mr. Dunham, uh, it appears, is indisposed. And uh, and Hayes keeps texting, saying that he's now doing his own podcast with Jeff and they're having a lot of fun. But if it's so much fun, then why does Jeff have to be tied up in the back of a 10-speed? Uh, at least let him ride on the pegs on the front, you know? So I am going to uh, have to pivot a little on what I intended to do for the guest segment of the show. Um, here, so one great thing is Jeff's puppets got shipped ahead of time because he obviously was not going to, be carrying them all in through the elevator. So they're here and they are some of the most wondrous characters you've ever seen. And so I'm going to be interviewing his puppets and maybe we can kind of meet the man behind the, the many, uh, through his closest friends, uh, these unbelievable characters that have sprung from his imagination and taken on full life. And so I'm just going to start sort of opening up these duffels and boxes and, and getting out some of these guys and, and, and ladies who are these great characters that are so fun to talk to. And let's just... Hi there! Oh, hey, hey there, uh, you. My name's Frigga Dr. Walnut. Dr. Walnut. Oh, good. And how do you, um, know Jeff? He puts his hand in my tuchus. <laughs> okay, Dr. Walnut. <laughs> that, okay. No, it's, uh, He's my dad. Oh, okay. And you have crazy, just your crazy colors and all of that. What, uh, what are you a, a doctor of? I'm an anesthesiologist. Oh, I've heard that's very competitive. They do very well financially. Yeah. Okay, well, thank you so much, Dr. Walnut. <laughs> it was so fun having you. So we're going to move on from Dr. Walnut. I didn't really get what his whole thing was, you know?
Hey, man. Oh, hello, sir. Who are you? I'm Jose Jalapeno. Ooh, look, I got to smash the piñata. Okay. So, all right. So, hi, Jose Jalapeno. So, you're of Mexican descent. Why were you saying that? I just... You know what? I made an unfair assumption based on the way you were behaving. Is that... Am I not... Is that... Um, I guess I never really thought about who my parents are or my cultural heritage. Jeff never wants that kind of thing from me. You feel like Jeff limits you in what you can say on stage? Yeah, he just wants my piñata material. Just the piñata stuff, huh? Well... Jose, I mean, what do you want to talk about? Fracking. You want to talk about fracking? Yes, it's a real problem. We need to, we need to somehow curb our reliance on fossil fuels because if pretty soon we're going to be smashing the earth, blowing it up like a freaking piñata. <laughs> Right, yeah, yeah, we're we're causing, you know, potentially causing earthquakes with the way that we're sort of drilling these areas and 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 yeah. Um and you're afraid the earth will blow up like as as you say like a piñata. Yeah, well it okay, so it's unfair. I say Jeff only let me talk about piñata, then I bring up piñata a minute later, but it really did apply to that. Okay, well let's talk about something that doesn't apply to it, Jose. Like what else you know, hit me, like, what else is up? Like, what's going on uh, for you personally? Um, I had, like, a medical scare recently. Oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, uh, Bell's palsy. Uh, I was, it was all stress, but one whole side of my face was just drooping and, uh, I think it's just the road life. I think it's the touring and all that. Uh, just not really having a home where you feel like you planted your own two feet. Uh, just always being moving and not not really having a family. All the pressures of performing night after night. A- anyway, uh, it went away, but it was a scary week. And uh, I just want to say, take the time to... Concern yourself with self-care. Okay. And did you want to do an, anything else about piñatas? Before I put you away? Sure. Uh, let me think. What do I got? Uh, okay. Like, hey, man, watch where you're swinging that thing. You're supposed to be aiming for the piñata, not for my head. Right, that's like if somebody, if we could see someone and they were swinging like a stick and they were almost going to hit you in the head. Yep. Okay, uh, well, let's see who else we got. And that was fun. Um, all right, so, uh, okay. Zip. 
and we've opened up and let's see who's inside. And it's uh, sort of a Bin Laden-y looking guy. I don't know if that's not the way to say it. Hello, sir? Jingle bombs, jingle bombs, jingle on. Is Jeff not here? (laughs) No, Jeff's not here. Oh, good. He makes me do the jingle bombs thing. Do you, do you not want to do the jingle bombs thing? No, it's offensive to me. Uh, I'm just a, I'm just a Muslim skeleton. I was killed by a U.S. drone. And now, to add insult to injury, my carcass has been repurposed to become a puppet. And the puppet has to say very offensive things about my culture, which people all throughout the Midwest, the kind of people who blindly supported the drone bombings that killed me and my family when I was just really committing no crime other than living in a region that you didn't like. Uh, Anyway, those kinds of people, uh, they laugh at me um, embodying this stereotype. Okay, uh, I'm sorry, I never got your name. (sighs) My real name? Yeah, your real name. My real name is Sharif, but... I'm called Ahmed the Dead Terrorist when I'm on stage. Holy shit! Ahmed the Dead Terrorist! That's, uh... Wow, that's insane that someone would have... That that would be, like, a popular act. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, and then did you want to do... I know you don't want to do jingle bombs, but do you want to do anything funny while you're here? Um, just because I feel like all my interviews with these puppets are getting kind of like heavy, you know, you're a repurposed carcass who basically has to debase yourself over and over again. And, uh, while that's interesting, it's not really cracking me up. Oh, okay. Something not jingle bombs, but something funny. Okay. Let me try to help you out, bud. Uh, okay, um, I mean, can I bounce off stuff that's in the news? (laughs) Yeah, I mean, I tried to do that earlier and it wasn't getting me a ton, but shit, I I mean, I'll I'll, I'll give it a shot. I mean, what are you, um, have you seen that hotline bling video? (laughs) Yeah, I have. Okay, yeah, I've heard that's good. All right. Um, hmm. Do you, I mean, uh, do you got any other... Uh, do I have news to give you? Yeah. Yeah, I guess that's asking a lot. <laughs> no, no, no. Um, ESPN killed Grantland yesterday. I mean, that was a big thing. Ooh, where will I get my hyperlinks now? All right, thanks, Ahmed and uh, or Sharif. Um, really cool to meet you. Uh, so I guess in, over here in this other corner, we have, um, uh, you know, a 
another bag of puppets and this one's labeled new puppets and it was a very exciting thing but jeff was going to debut some new puppets on the show uh and we were really excited to sort of like share in that moment with you because obviously there's the puppets he has like professor walnut jose jalpeno and sharif who we all love but he's always innovating, and that's part of what's so great about Mr. Dunham, uh, and I hope that he does safely get off of Hayes' bike. But I'm just going to open this and see, like, what he's been working on in his lab, you know? Oh, most honorable. Jeff, is Jeff not here? No, Jeff's not here. What's your name? Well, he makes me, uh, he makes me, uh, call myself Samurai Ishii and do this whole, like, I don't know. It doesn't even make sense. Like, it's kind of like a bunch of Japanese buzzwords. And he makes me use that most uh, honorable voice. And, and that's not my real voice. And I am, uh, actually just a, carcass that he found and repurposed he dug me up but i was a um i I died in a a japanese internment camp oh wow uh, that's a dark chapter of u.s history that not a lot of us remember yeah following the bombing of pearl harbor uh, a lot of uh, the United States became very uncomfortable with Japanese citizens. It was sort of, this is the enemy, and here they are living in our communities, and they rounded up, you know, U.S. citizens who were just working normal people with businesses and made them live in, you know, these camps inside of California. Yeah, no, I know about it. You don't need to mansplain it to me. Ha <laughs> Okay. Uh, anyway, yeah, um... <laughs> So, I don't, do you want me to do the Jeff act? The, like, Japanese buzzwords thing? Yeah, I mean, I'm here. Sure. Uh, pass the sushi! Katana blade! Um, uh... Hi- Hiroshima! That's literally the act? Like that's, well, he's still working it out and it's not finished, but yeah, I mean, that's sort of what we're moving towards is me shouting Hiroshima as the punchline. Wow. Okay. Well, it was great to meet you, Samurai Ishii, or um, that's not your real name. I'm Dennis. My name's Dennis. Okay. Well, uh, it was nice to meet you, Dennis. Uh, Do we have any more puppets in here? Hey now, sexy. What's going on, sugar? Why don't you give me a little kiss on my name now? Well, I, I, miss, miss, I, Jeff's not here, just so you know, if, he, if you don't want to be behaving that way. Oh, no, I do want to behave this way. This is what I really am. Just an empowered woman who loves sex. Oh, wait, as I'm reading the label, this... 
This puppet was labeled like not for shows, not for performance. Jeff's private puppet collection. Oh, yeah, I don't go out on stage. I'm just the only way that Jeff can achieve sexual satisfaction is by making love to my puppet body. Okay, well, I'm going to put you because just even the fact that I took you out, I feel uncomfortable having to. No, please. Now I crave to be caressed by by a man where's jeff i gotta get up i'm gonna i'm gonna put you back i'm gonna put you i'm gonna put you away okay no please i oh i as a woman desire to to be to be finished off sexually (laughs) this is so uncomfortable please i don't want to do this please i miss i almost said i miss hayes but i don't I'm fine without him. Now, there were some popcorn gallery questions, although I think Hayes technically has the rights to the name popcorn gallery and and all that. So what I'm going to do is uh, <clears throat> call it a new name, and it'll be even better. Um, the, uh, the question zone. Welcome to the question zone. So that I think is even better than the theme song we had for the popcorn gallery. Jeff, here's some questions from the question zone for Jeff Dunham, and hopefully I can answer them. Um, uh, Okay, Joe McGirl says, Jeff, ever fuck them puppets? He does. Um, This is... uh, What's your favorite Angry Birds level? Mine's either Bad Piggies or Ham'em High. Whatever the first one where the, like, boomerang bird shows up. That's the one he likes. Um, this one's about seatbelt laws. Uh, let's see. Somebody asked what his favorite Metallica album is. Probably it's set up to say Master of Puppets. That's funny. Um, this one is, uh, okay. This was a question for Jose Jalapeno, so I can get him back out if we need to. This question is for Jose Jalapeno. In the in the question zone, Jose, how are you doing, bro? I just want to know how you sleep at night, knowing you completely stole my persona for your acts. And this guy, so I guess this guy was doing pinata stuff first. Jose, do you want to come back out and respond to that? No, thank you. Or uh, uh, no, gracias. Yeah, that's funny. Um, all right. Uh, so I think the question zone's going really well. Uh, I guess I haven't been getting the questions out of whatever the signature sort of package will be. I didn't have Mark record any sound drops for that. That'll be even better. Well, next, this next question will, uh, come, we will do, uh, um, we will get it out of the, Out of the zone locker. Yes.
<clears throat> okay, so I'm gonna reach into the zone into the zone locker to get this next one. Left twenty seven. Right fifty nine. Left twenty six. Right fifty eight. Left twenty five. Right fifty seven. Left twenty four. Right fifty six. Lock one complete. All right, so good. So we're getting closer to getting into the zone locker for the question zone question. <clears throat> oh, it's just a latch. <sighs> Jeff, you like that all-day breakfast at McDonald's? It's the best. And that's from Chanson. Uh, so um, uh, I guess I'll ask um, one of his puppets to answer. Dr. Walnut, do you know? Um, yeah, he likes the uh, McDonald's breakfast, Good, uh, but they're taking a bath on it. They're losing a lot of money. Well, Jeff, uh, Jeff can't like that. So I'm done with the puppets. Um, it was so awesome. And I think we can all agree this was better than when uh, Hayes is here. So, uh, one thing I wanted to do, um, oh, uh, <laughs> I'm going to double back real quick and just get all the puppets out. And one thing that Hayes like won't, uh, really like usually let me do is just straight up have a dance party because he says it's too visual. And I just think like, oh, with all these puppets in here, like just people will be able to feel the fun coming through the mic. So, uh, Ahmed slash Sharif, uh, Jose Jalpeno, uh, Professor Walnut, uh, or maybe Doctor, um, uh, 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 Slutty Denise, Dennis slash Ishii the Samurai, um, could all you guys come out and just get out and just uh, just kind of groove with me? Yes, sir. Yeah. Yeah, see. Uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh, yeah. Okay. So, and let's just fucking dance, guys. Lay, 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 lay across my big brain. Woo! Ishi, you're getting down. Yeah. Lay, 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 lay. All right. Ooh, Hayes would never let me groove like this. Yeah. Oh, and when the drums come in. Mm. And get, and oh, and, and take my hand, slutty Denise, and I'm going to spin you. Whee! And get over here, and Dr. Walnut, get on my shoulders, and, and I'm going to raise the roof with you. Oh, okay. <laughs> And then, and I haven't forgotten you, Stay <sighs> Samurai Ishii. Stay with your man. Yeah, Hiroshima. 
All right. So what a fun dance party that was. And uh, and then the last thing I wanted to do just before I leave um, is Hayes has a private drawer in the Earwolf studio and it says hands off. Hayes' drawer and no one's allowed in here. And I um, am always so curious about what's in there. And now that he's not here and he's doing his own podcast with Jeff, then – I guess I'm finally going to look at it and let's just clown on this fool and let's just everybody let's go through Hayes's drawer and I'll just talk about the items and I'll just riff on those the way I did on the news stuff and uh, and we'll just clown on them. So like, OK, and I'm just and 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 it's open now and and I'm just going through it and just picking out and like, what can I like riff on? It's like. Okay. All right. Uh, oh, it's, uh, okay. This is, um, oh, it's a, a movie ticket (laughs) to, uh, uh, oh, it's, uh, it's kind of faded. It's like an older movie ticket. It's to, um, that, uh, uh, movie The Perfect Score, uh, with, uh, young Erica Christensen about breaking into the, um, Dean's office to steal SAT answers or something. So Hayes has a ticket to that movie. Uh, hello. You know, I, that movie was pretty good. So, okay, this is a movies cafe menu. Uh, Hayes, we've been there about a billion times. I don't think you need to keep the menu. Can you not remember? It's like we order the same thing every time. So that what a dork. Oh, okay. It's a comb. Uh, okay. I'm Hayes. Uh, must comb. Uh, look at me. I'm combing. <laughs> All right. Uh, what else has he got in here? Uh, okay. Um, no, this is like a golf ball from like a charity tournament. <laughs> this is, we were partners at this tournament. <laughs> that was a fun day. And actually, uh, Actually, that movie, The Perfect Score, that that's the first movie we saw together after we started doing a, doing a podcast. Let me see this movie's cafe menu. There's a date written on it. It's, it's my birthday. Uh, 25 years ago, that was the first time we went to movie's cafe. And he circled, he circled what I ordered. I guess he didn't want to forget. Well, if, 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 what a dork. <laughs> this comb. This is the comb he used to pull all the nettles and pine cones out of my hair. After I got stuck in that tree, I was climbing this pine tree and... Hayes agreed to watch because I told him I was going to climb so high this time. And as I got higher and higher, the branches got thinner and I was sort of looking up and moving and he was watching and clapping, but, and I got scared when I looked back down and, uh, I wound up sitting up there for about a day. Anyway, when they finally came and got me down, I had all these nettles and pine cones and hay. He's picked them out. Well, let, let's see what else this loser has in here. Oh, a drawing, a picture. 
It's a picture of us. <laughs> it's a drawing of the two of us riding on a shark. A mega shark, I think. It's this Hollywood handbook. <laughs> I'm, so- I'm sorry. Uh, um, so, okay. Uh, friendship. So, um, friendship can be hard, right? Because you, uh, you don't always agree and it's a different person and it's not up to you how they respond to getting cool Mexican Coke fact. Uh, the only thing that's up to you is how you treat them afterwards. And I think I made a mistake. I'd like to try to call Hayes now. Uh, I don't know how a lot of this equipment works in the studio. Obviously, it's a minor miracle that I was able to record anything, if this even is being recorded. But um, let's... Okay, and... Oh, God, it's working. Hello. 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 Hey, Hayes. Hayes, is that you? Yes. Who's this? It's uh, it's a fool. Oh, I know somebody like that. I used to have a friend uh, uh like that. Sorry, it's loud. No, it's okay. Don't you say sorry to me. I'm the one who owes you a sorry. Yeah, well, you did used to have a friend and you still and you still do if you if you want him. I didn't know you drew this picture of us on a mega shark together. You found that? Yeah, I'm sorry I went in your drawer. It's um it's pretty rando, huh? <laughs> Two dudes riding a shark? <laughs> That's about as rando as it gets. Hey, I'm sorry. I didn't think I was mansplaining to you, but now I see how the way I told you about the sweet, tasty Coke felt that way to you. And and you, and you were acting as if I don't know that it has real sugar, I, that it doesn't have high fructose corn syrup, and that you can only get it from Mexico. I, I know, I know, I, I know. And... As much as I... It's glass bottles for recycling. Yeah, all of it. Uh, as much as I wanted you to look cool at parties when you were able to offer that and explain what was good about it, I guess I should have given you at least a little bit of credit for already knowing. Well, look, would you ever consider coming back to do the podcast again? I mean, I stepped out of the. Who are you car. with? What? Who are you with right now? I'm with um. You know, I have a couple other friends. I mean, I you know, I I don't know if you noticed. I stepped out of the car into uh, an open manhole, and I kind of. 
drifted along for a while, sort of thinking about what had just happened. Well, and then you kidnapped kidnapped Jeff Dunham and tied him to the back of your 10-speed. I could have what? You you kidnapped Jeff Dunham and you tied him to the back of your 10-speed, unless that was photoshopped. Yeah, and the two of us went down a ramp into an open manhole. I see. But now we're sort of having a Halloween party down here. I don't know. It's not bad. There's like a traps bird down here who's nice. That sounds Um, like a lot of fun. If you want to come here. Yeah. You'd you'd have me? I mean, I'll talk to Jeff. I'll talk to the to the bird. The trap bird is pretty messed up. Okay. At this point. Um but um uh, yeah, I'll talk to the guys, you know, text me. I'm, the the water's going crazy. It's kind of rising and falling and I'm trying to keep my, you know, I just got that new phone case. I'm trying to keep my phone clean but uh, you should be able to text me if you know are you wrapping up how's it going uh um i would say it's gone really good um uh yeah there, there are no like big gaps there are no like there's no sort of pauses or anything there's not really been any sort of aimless stuff the puppet interviews in particular really worked uh they all sort of had a an identity and it was like each one was a totally different new kind of funny avenue that we found and uh-huh. um i'm i'm really glad to hear that i mean you know i guess i can say this now that i know it went so well i was worried that you would run out of gas oh fast. yeah okay uh well you know it's funny now because i'm so glad it went so great but i but that, i i was you know i did wonder that when you heard that I was doing it by myself and just me and the puppets that you thought that maybe that maybe even when I was um, interacting with the puppets that it would probably frequently sound like the same voice talking to itself and that it's just not that's not your you know forte necessarily you know you're good at so many things but that that is you know that I played to my weaknesses that I played to my weaknesses on top of each other you know but yeah keeping track but, of it but it went great i guess it was it is great nothing taking nothing away from you it's maybe our best episode and um uh and i'm excited to sort of bring what i learned today into us doing stuff together again and um uh and, and so uh i'll come down i'll get in the manhole i mean i'll just hop in the manhole and uh and I'm sure the current will take me there. I, you, as you know, also have a new phone case, so um, maybe I'll put it in a little baggie or something. What's on your, you were going to show me what's on your new phone case um, today. Yeah, that had been, yeah, sort of a treat that I was saving for the end of the episode. Um, do you want to, I mean, I'm sure you have all, you know, it sounds like you have plenty of gas left, so do you want to just tell me what's on it? Yeah, absolutely. Um, uh, it's um, uh, Oliver Stone. Oh wow! He's is, it, is he is he working on any specific one of his movies? Is it the w, w, King it's or W? Which one? W. Oh, it's W. <laughs> that sounds really nice. Yeah, you can tell it's W from his jacket. Um, uh, what was on your phone case? I never did get to see it. 
that's um those those two lesbians like from Mulholland you know, Drive like lying on the bed and they're it's like those two lesbians are the, like lying down on the white bed and like they're gonna kiss. You uh, know the one. I have a poster of it as well. Yes. Oh, from the poster. Wow. And they shrunk that image down. I took a picture. Uh, no, I took a picture of. They can turn any picture into a phone case. Uh, and so I took a picture of the poster using my phone. And you know, it's my home screen, but now it's uh, on the back, on the as back well. of my phone as well. And I, that just reminds me of this life hack that I like to share whenever it comes up. Because. First and foremost, it is a show about life hacks. When you go on Splash Mountain and they try to make you pay for a picture at the end where you do during the big splash, you don't have to friggin' buy the picture if you take, take a, picture a picture of, of the, the picture. picture. Yes. Well, that uh, I'm I'm uh, I'm really glad you called. We're falling back into our old ways. Huh? I know. I know. I, I you know I act like. It's great down here, but I did really, I, uh, I missed this. Um, and it takes a big brave boy to make that apology. And so, uh, thank you. Well, <clears throat> thank you. And now that you're admitting that maybe it's not quite as great down there in the sewer, uh, I have a little bit of a confession too. Um, one of the puppet interviews wasn't super funny. Okay. Was it an early one or later one? Honestly, take your pick. Okay. Take so take my pick, but only one of them was yeah, that. But you can only feel like one wasn't funny cuz they were all such different styles of humor that you know. Okay. There's something for everyone in the episode, but Everyone will have one that is like, because it's like a series of like really niche kind of comedic techniques. Okay. And so everyone's going to have one they love that they feel like is just for them, but everyone's also going to have one where they're like, that one didn't work, but it'll be different for everyone. Okay. Uh, yeah. Um, well, I'm excited to to hear it. I mean, it's being released very soon. Yes. So hopefully, hopefully there's enough time to... <laughs> to edit it um, before then, but I'm sure it won't. If it mind. even needs that, yeah. So, yeah, um, yeah. okay. So, did you want to give the pro version to anyone before we go? Yeah, I guess I'll give it to this trapped bird. Okay. Um, he seems to think that the water is like the sky now, so he keeps trying to like fly away into the water. Okay. Uh. Well, Trapped Bird, we salute you. Bye. Bye. This has been an Earwolf production. Executive produced by Scott Ackerman, Adam Sachs, and Chris Bannon. For more information and content, visit Earwolf.com. That was a HeadGum Podcast.